We hope you enjoy this message from St. Martin C3, a location of C3 Church, Christchurch. Everyday life things from a library book being found when we looked everywhere and then we're like, let's pray about this. And yeah, and then God showed me, boom, just like that. Um, to, I guess, some other things like my phone. Some of the ladies in my small group know the story, but basically my phone, the screen stopped working um, for about a day and a half and through lots of prayer, um, it started working again. Um, yeah, just miraculously, like not half working again, but fully working again. Um, yeah, there's more, um, but they're not, they haven't all been answered yet. But I just felt to come up and encourage you guys um, that God is working in the everyday, in our everyday lives. Um, and as the series is called Beyond Ordinary, these might seem like ordinary things, but God is in these things. Um, and I just felt to leave you with um, Matthew 7, verse 7 Ask, and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing. Uh, if anyone else has a broken phone screen, we know where to go for special prayers. Isn't it God that God cares about all things in our life? Catherine, come and share. Mine's a little bit like Anna's, actually. Um, so every time it was mentioned um, about this morning, the word water pipe came into my mind. So I thought I was meant to story, share the story about our street's water pipe. So late last year in October, the water pipe that run, the main water pipe down our street, burst three times in a week and flooding and um, no power, no water for several hours. So about that time, I was at a church pre-meeting and I felt God tell me to ask people to pray for our water pipe, which I kind of thought was really strange. Um, so since then, I asked people to pray, and I've been praying. Um, it hasn't leaked, even though the council said it's 70 years old and it's going to continue to burst and leak um, until they replace it, which they're not planning to do. So it's a simple matter, but I just thought it really demonstrated how God is in all parts of our life and... Sometimes we just need to follow his prompting to pray or ask Peter to pray, even if it's a bit strange. Great stuff. Prayer is powerful. Uh, sometimes we forget that. Uh, but God wants to answer prayer and he does answer prayer. Who's next? Um, <clears throat> mine relates to a physical healing and um, my back. I'm a gardener and periodically from time to time I do put my back out and it really hurts and it can hurt for months if I do it badly enough. And I did so a couple of months ago, hurt my back, was struggling for a month um, and then stupidly <clears throat> assisted a friend, client to do some digging with a sore back Survived it, but then one movement at the end of that episode and pain shot through and I thought, oh no, here we go. 
next morning, rolled out of bed, crawled down the hall, couldn't stand up. Initially got well enough to walk to church. But we had a, a um, call for prayer in that morning and my, my lovely, beautiful husband, Daniel, prayed for my back. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit was right there. And uh, my back's healed and has remained so since the day. As long as I don't do anything stupid, <laughs> I will be fine. Well done. Thank you very much. Our God is a miracle-working God. He's awesome. All right. Who's next? Yeah, come on up. How's it? How's it? Um, my name's Cade. Uh, been coming to church for like the past month or two. Sorry, I scream loud. My voice is loud. I'm, uh, I'm in sales. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, I've been coming to church here for like a month or two. Been loving it, eh? Um, I grew up in a Christian family, but I deviated. But uh, yeah, you're, this is a welcoming family. God is real, yeah? And uh, he's healed my hearts. He's healed a lot of pain in my hearts. Um, he's strengthened a lot of good relationships. I've cut out a lot of bad relationships. And yeah, been going to Bible studies at... Uh, Chris's, yeah, um, it's been amazing meeting some amazing people there, and yeah, God is just, well, I, live, I work in an industry where it's sales, it's performance, you know, and uh, I've been blessed, so, <laughs> thanks, thank you, Jesus, yeah. Go. All right. Yep. Do you want to come up first, and then, Anna, you can come up after? Great. my foster parents um, my dad was had cancer and in 2016 my mum and I always get up sit and reach out to God said God why did my parents pass away but I got baptised 2015 and now I'm coming here and it's helping me thank you Brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. Morning, church. I'm going to try to not get nervous. Well, for those who don't know me, I'm Anna. I'm from Argentina, so English is my second language. <laughs> um, we had a really rough last year. I think it was a long journey for those who know. Um, we have our work visa set to expire last July, so we start to prepare everything in advance, all the paperwork, we pay everything, and then a lot of situations happened that were not in our control. So um, Leo lost his job, I lost mine, and then our family started to have problems back in Argentina because of COVID. So I lost my grandma, 
Leo's lost his, and then I lost an uncle, and um, yeah, everything started to fall apart for us. So um, I knew inside of me I have to reach out for help <laughs> because I couldn't do it by myself, and I have to support my husband, I have to support my kids, and I have to keep going, I have to be strong. And, you know, you know all theory, you know Jesus, you know the promises, but when something like that shakes your world, it's like you don't know what to do and where to go. And yeah, I reach out for help. <laughs> and the church has been a family for us. We found lots of supportive people that help us to get through it in every day. And I found the strength to be strong for my kids, for my husband. And um, at the end of last year, Leo got a skill job and we were like really happy about it because we could renew our visa and everything would be fine. At the beginning of this year, we have a new case officer from immigration and everything changed. <laughs> and we had to review everything we have done before and um, she said, okay, everything seems to be fine, but we have to find a suitable New Zealander for this job. So we didn't know if Leo will get the job <laughs> still yet. So we get through all of that and our visa was set to expire, our interim visa was set to expire in January. So we were running out of time. So um, we applied for an exemption and we got it, but then we have to, pay for the exemption, it was ridiculously expensive. <laughs> so um, again, we reach out to the community, we reach out, reach out to God, and he sent the most wonderful people that support us, not only uh, with prayers and support, he was fin financially. So after that happened, we received in February our three years work visa, and now we're able to stay for three years more. So. It's been amazing, the journey we have to been through, really emotional, really, and um, nerve-wracking sometimes. But when you reach out to God, He's with you every step of the way. And don't lose hope, because He will be there for you, no matter what. That's all. Wow. Yeah, this is a journey that um, many in the church have been praying about. Many people have been uh, exploring over a long period of time. And so uh, we love these guys, Anna, Anna and Leo, and so grateful that they're able to stay here with us for a longer period of time. Thank you for that. Hi, I'm Debbie. Um, I want to claim a healing that God gave me quite a long time ago that I've never publicly kind of claimed because I wasn't sure if I really had been healed. So when I was a student in 1995, 96, 97, and I was studying graphic design and I spent hours and hours in the computer lab and I did an RSI injury on my wrist. So for the following eight years, I would get pain in my wrist and it would come up. So if I would work for a few hours, I would just get this pain. So I just lived with it for about eight years. And then in 2004, we moved to Christchurch. And it is cold in Christchurch. We were living in Hamilton. We moved into a single glazed house with no heating. We didn't know. <laughs> and my wrist began to ache constantly, non-stop, and after about two months, 
I was so distressed because I actually could see I was going to have to stop playing the piano. I was going to have to give up being a graphic designer. I stop all my creative pursuits. I couldn't do anything. I was just crippled by this injury. But I felt like I felt really stupid asking for someone to pray for me. I felt like healing is a really big answer to a relatively small affliction. So I didn't ask anyone to pray for me. But I was so desperate that I called out to God and I laid my own hands on my wrist. And I said, please heal me, Jesus. It was months later that I realized it was gone. But I didn't tell anyone because I was scared it was going to come back. And then maybe a year later, I thought, hasn't come back. Oh, but what if it does? And then sometimes I'd work really hard and really long, and I'd just feel a hint of it, and I'd think, oh, is it coming back? That was 2004. It, I, I received a healing, and I just want you all to know that it's not stupid to ask for healing, but you can actually ask for healing for yourself. You don't have to, you know, God, if you want the healing, just ask for it, and God might do it. So that's my story. Well done. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that, Debbie. Really great. And you can tell a singer the mic technique. Just a, a tip, if you're holding the mic, hold it right up to your, your mouth and we get really good signal. It's great. Sylvina. Hello, Tart. My name is Sylvina. I'm from Argentina. And I want to share with you uh, two times uh, where God saved, actually, the life of my father. One was... Uh, in 1982, when the war between Argentina and England started, my father in that time worked in a, a petrol company, so he, his job was, in that time, was provide petrol for the big ships that would go to, war, uh, to the war. So uh, my mother had four little kids with her, and we just spent our night in church praying for all the people who was in the war, but for my father especially. I remember staying there, just sleeping and playing between the chairs of the church until the day appeared. But one morning, somebody knocked the door, and knocked the door in that time could mean a lot of different things, and one of those could be the bad thing. But for that big surprise for my mother, was my father in the step door. And he had um, a little accident in the ship where he worked, and he cut his head. And the captain said, okay, my, my surname is Pacheco. So they say, Pacheco, go home. And he say, of course, yeah, prepare the bike. <laughs> he ran away and stayed with us. So that was the amazing answer of prayer of everyone. God is with us. And the second time was not a long time ago. Uh, I was living here in New Zealand. And usually we uh, connect with my family via uh, uh, video calls. So one one day I receive a video call, and usually it's me who call them, and not they call me. So it was very strange. So it was my 
brother-in-law who called me and said, Sylvina, look, we, everyone here is okay, but we need to tell you something. And one Saturday morning when uh, my mom and dad returned from their weekly shopping, uh, they just opened the garage door, left the van there, and my father went inside to leave the keys. My mother just started to unpack the things. And, and uh, my father's house have a little a laundry area between the main house and the garage. So my mother was there unpacking the things, and suddenly a man appeared from the garage door with a gun and asked my mother for money and pointed out uh, her with the gun. And she didn't say nothing. She only saw, we are going to see the Lord soon. <laughs> and uh, my father appeared for the uh, door, the main house door, and he think differently. He was, so this man pointed out my mother with a gun, so he was stopping the name of Jesus, that Jesus' blood had power, go away. Get out of here. And the man was really surprised of that, that words, that he only do shot the gun to my father and ran away. So my mom and my dad was surprised and in shock because this stranger just shot my dad. And my dad touched his body, was nothing, blood, nothing, a pain in the side. But this man actually uh, shot the gun. So they start to look for the bullet everywhere. They found nothing, nothing, nothing. And my brother-in-law said, let's go to the hospital because he shot you. So we need to be sure that you are okay. So they went to the hospital. My father had a big uh, bruise in the side. And the doctor said, well, if you pray God, continue to do it. Your God is so special because this man was only just five meters of my father, three or five meters, not far away. It was a short distance. So like every Saturday night, they went to church, but in this case, they went to share the miracle of that situation. And my father is very friendly with all the kids in the church. And he always has some candies and lollies in the pocket to share with the kids. And he usually wear a vest. So he was wear their normal vest that he wear in the morning. So when she goes in the pocket to share candies with the kids, he found the bullet there. The bullet was in the vest. And the vest have a hole there. And actually, God make my father Superman, you know, the hero man. I said, God was amazing. After that, I and wherever I know, I said, I can't deny the existence of God. God just make my father like Superman. And well, that is what I want to show with you. Uh, Sylvina sent us that during the week, and I just passed it on. I was like, this is one of those wild stories. That's so amazing, isn't it? Bulletproof. I don't recommend that you pray for the bulletproof anointing, but if you have it, awesome. Mark, come and share. 
Kia ora koutou e hoa mā, ko māka tuku ingoa. What I want to share is um, something happened in one of my workplace. As we all know, fighting in the workplace is an instant dismissal. And that's what's happened to uh, a couple of my mates that day. And of course, that same day, they were both sad from work. As we know, the law said, instant dismissal. And uh, after work, I come home that day. The Lord put me compassion in my heart towards my work, two workmates. And then the following morning, the Lord said to me, I want you to go to work and go to your boss and ask your boss to reinstate your two workmates back. What do you think if the Lord said to you anything like that? And after I had my quiet time in prayer that morning, I said, Lord, okay, I'm going to take your message and uh, give it to my boss. And I went to work that morning. My boss office is uh, up on the top like that. And uh, it's a working area down the, the bottom floor. And every time I just praying, Lord, give me the right time to go up to my boss's office when he is alone on his own. And the right moment come. So I just walk up the stairs and I knock the door and my boss opened the door and he said, okay, Mark, come in. What I can do for you? And then I said to him, it's not, you are going, not, uh, I want you to do something for me. It's what you want to do for me. And, uh, and I said, I said to my boss, remember yesterday, you sacked two of my workmates. I said to him, I want you to rethink back if you had done the right thing, sacking my two workmates. I said, both of them, they need their job. They got families to support, and both of them need their jobs. And my boss just looked at me. And, uh, and I said to him, I know the law said 
and you are sticking to the law, that anybody have fight on the workplace is instant dismissal. I say to him, I want you to reinstate them back. And I said, that's all what I want to come and share with you. Because this is what the Lord said to me, to go and, and share with my boss. And then I said goodbye. And then I come home that day. The following day, both of those two guys are reinstated back. They both had their job back. And I just praise God. And I just felt cry in my heart. And for the joy that the Lord has reinstated my two workmates back. This is our God who loves us so much and who loves everybody so much. See, we as believers in Christ hold the key to free others from whatever bondage they are under. Doesn't matter what. Our task is to deliver what the Lord wants us to deliver. Thank you. Yeah, what a great story. And I love two things about that. The first one is the courage to do what God asked you to do. And as we look through the book of Acts and see the beyond ordinary things that happened, we see that there is the courage to stand up for God, even when it might be hard for us. And then the other thing I love is, isn't that an amazing picture of the gospel? Where we were the ones who got the, should have had the instant dismissal. But Jesus on our behalf petitioned on our behalf. And he made a way for us to be reinstated into relationship with God. What a picture. Fantastic. Tom. Thanks, John T. So, so at the start of this week, good morning, church. I'm Tom. Uh, we, we've had some needs. We've needed a place to live. And I said to, I think I said to someone in our connect group, I said, and I think I might have said it to Warren as well, that I'm going to do a testimony on Sunday to say that we've found a place um, to live. And this was in faith before we'd actually found a place to live. So here I, here I am. Um, but, you know, John, there's some good questions there. Um, you know, what's God been doing um, in me? And I could say that the last year and a half has, been, has not gone to plan. Um, we've been through jobs. Traditionally, I've been quite... Uh, I'm a planner, I enjoy planning and being in control so um, God's been teaching me that um, he's not a God of perfection uh, but that he's a God of resurrection and this was an important thing for me to learn Um, he just wants to be in a relationship with with us and it's it's more important than anything else that he, uh, through our journey and through our circumstances he's, he's bringing us closer to him and yeah. ultimately that relationship um, is that easier yoke the, if we stay close to him then ultimately things are going to be easier for us as well 
And lastly, uh, he's, I feel God's been speaking to me and he said, you just do me, Tom, and, and I'll do you. I'll handle you. you. You just keep your eyes on me, firm on me. So, so this week, um, Thursday, we still didn't really have a place to live. We'd, we'd had a text message from something that was looking very hopeful. But by uh, last night, Saturday night, I got off the phone and with a guy and we've got a, a verbal offer on a house. Um, so we've pretty much private sale purchased a house um, in the last three days and and also we've got an, uh, a, a rental if we need it as well. So uh, it's just come in floods. And it, it's a shame because when, when we got a job as well, because it took about nine months for us to get a job, um, after COVID, we lost our, lost our work. Two jobs came at the same time as well. So we've got two options, and I just thought that was, it was the sense of humour of God's giving us options so that, so that we still have to choose. We still have that sovereignty in, in, in the situation. We can't be pushed into something and then down the track go, oh, we've got options, and we've still got that sovereignty. So he's a good God, and, and he never fails us. So, yeah, so thanks. I love that faith. That's fantastic. We've probably got time for about two more. Two more. That's fantastic. Thanks, Tom. Uh, yeah, okay, real simple one for me. Um, for your parents, you'll appreciate this. Sometimes you don't get a lot of sleep. Uh, sometimes you wish you had more of sleep or something or whatever else. Uh, and just the key thing that I'm being reminded about is... The, the power of the spoken word, the, the power of, in my case, because uh, a song is, is particularly important to me, um, and God's used that, is the power of singing truth. Uh, and I forget that. <laughs> and he reminds me. And uh, this morning I got up and I just, and I just let the Lord sort of uh, work through me, and I was just singing um, How Great Thou Art to my son. So, so got him up. Got him going, got him going in the day. Um, started making breakfast for Abby, had him down on the floor, and I was just singing like loud, okay, to him. And fantastic words and how great they are. We're talking about you know the creation and how God is amazing and how. And I tell you, like, um, first of all, that's just a great encouragement to me. But then secondly, my son's on the floor looking at me, going, and I'm like, heck yeah, that's amazing. And it's just the power of speaking truth. Um, and it's, it's just amazing. So um, it's an encouragement to myself. It's an encouragement to you guys. Um, speak truth over yourself. Sing. It's the power of singing. Um, I think generally in New Zealand we tend to be like, um, we sort of reserve that to the shower and, and that's it. But like you can in your own homes. You can on the street. You might get some more stairs on the street. But you can. It's so powerful singing the words of the songs that we've got. Like that's, that's awesome. Hello, um, I'm Kieran. I've been nudged by these two down here. <laughs> so I was up, not by my fault. Um, anyway, my, uh, my work, um, I'm an emergency medical technician ambulance officer. Some of you might see me sometimes come in in my uniform. Um, a few years ago, you know, it's quite hard to, to get a permanent job in St. John. But um, I was a casual 
And then I applied, or in fact, I didn't apply for a job that I saw coming up for um, an EMT and a first responder. And afterwards I thought, well, the time came and went, and I thought, oh, I think I probably should have applied for that. But anyway, it's too late. Oh, well, Lord, if you want me to have the job, somebody has to ring me and offer me the job. Well, you know, that just doesn't happen in St. John, <laughs> communication. So anyway, next day, would you believe it, <laughs> get a call. Would you mind? You know, um, I've rung five casuals and no one wants it. And I'm really lucky to think about this job. And I said, yes, because well, I couldn't really say no after that. Anyway, it was a four-month contract and then COVID and then they decided it had to be extended. So it's been extended and extended and extended for 18 months now. And um, I really love it. So I work with a first responder who's in training. Um, I prayed him out up to live in um, after a year. After <laughs> it was very, very difficult. But I have this amazing crew partner now. Um, but the main thing is that I want to you know, testify is that I pray every day when I go to work, God, use me to bless the right people that you bring in my life. You know, I'm taking people to hospice who I know are going to die later that day. And I can be an encouragement to the family. You know, I have thirds on who are learning and they come on with me and I spend time training them and helping them. And I love the conversations that we can all have. Um, and I always pray that God bring God into this because there's me and one other guy in St. John who are Christians and he's on my colour shift, which is amazing. So it's really good encouragement for each other. But I'm always sometimes parked over at the St. Martin's spoke over there and I say oh that's my church across there <laughs> and that's often a, a good conversation starter and so is death funnily enough um, and I just you know have the conversation and I'm not very good at having the conversation always but I just pray God use me and I have one girl comes on to work with me she said because I want to just talk to you about stuff and she talked to me heaps the other day about God and stuff and I'm a bit like the counselloria, you know. And uh, it's quite funny how it's worked out. Like, God planned this job for me so that I could be that encouragement. And I brought in one first responder the other day to church when I was at work, and that was really cool. He didn't really know much about it. He thought the kids' program was great. And, you know, so I had some really good conversations with him. And um, so I've discovered there's a Christian dispatcher in my shift. And so if she's dispatching... When I start work on a Sunday and there's no work, she sends me to St. Martin's, spoke, so I can come along to church. <laughs> so, yeah, so I can only come to church every four weeks and then I'm four weeks, the next four weeks working because of shift work. So if you see me, don't panic. I'm at work, but I'm not here for anyone. But um, anyway, God's faithful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now, I know that there may have been um, a few others who wanted to share, so you may have missed out, and so I apologise about that. And I know there's been at least one lucky escape. Uh, but there will be another, another opportunity, another time for us to share these. Haven't you been encouraged this morning? Don't you feel like you can go out and you can pray and you can see God do stuff? Can you stand to your feet with me this morning? Thank you, everybody who has shared this morning. They have been fantastic testimonies. And I don't know about you, I feel like as a community, that we know each other a little bit more, that we see people around us who we can go to and we can pray with, and we feel encouraged ourselves to pray.
Thanks for listening to this week's message. To learn more about our church, visit c3chch.org.